Hello and welcome to the last episode of the Permaculture Podcast for 2017. As you listen to my voice, I hope that you're having a quiet and relaxing holiday. I know that I certainly am, as I always use the winters here in Pennsylvania as a time for reflection, to consider the year behind me, where I'm at currently, and what the next year has in store to put together, if not a plan per se, at least an outline of what it is that I'd like to accomplish so that I can navigate the directions that life takes me and try to stay on track for what it is that I'd like to accomplish for myself and for the show. So I'd like to begin by looking at some of the conversations that stand out for me from 2017. One of the biggest guests, both by name recognition and for me to finally have on the show, was Joel Saladin. And that was a conversation that I'd wanted to have for a number of years. And I'd reached out to him and his people on several occasions, but could just never quite land something. And then finally, rather surreptitiously, I was contacted by one of his representatives. He was like, hey, do you want to have him on the show? And if you've ever heard Joel speak before, I think that what we wound up talking about together led in some directions that I know certainly for me were unexpected and that fit that mold of a permaculture podcast interview as we talked about some things that I don't think you're likely to find anywhere else or hear in that way. So I really appreciate Joel joining me to share more of his story and especially his background that I didn't know a lot about and also where he sees farming going in the future. Another mover and shaker within the permaculture community was my latest interview from episode 1735 when Maddie Harlan joined me. Maddie's the longtime editor of Permaculture Magazine, and I was really fascinated to hear what her story was like sitting in kind of the middle of the community as a curator and walking us through the history of her work and finding out not only about Permaculture Magazine and her work editing that, but also how much she's influenced the conversation about permaculture because many of the very, very influential books that she had a role not only in editing, including many from Patrick Whitefield, but also in publishing and bringing out into the world as one of the co-founders of Permanent Publications. If you haven't read her book, Fertile Edges, I really recommend you go check that out. It's really a great resource for finding the narrative thread of the history, current state, and future of permaculture as a whole movement. Moving from those two, if you will, luminaries, one of my favorite guests for this year was Gianna Caldwell. I really liked having her on the show because we recorded our two interviews back to back and kind of had to stage them as two separate discussions, while also knowing that when we were talking about holistic goat care, that shortly thereafter we were going to be talking about mastering cheese making and trying to make sure that we answered certain questions in certain places, and providing some distinction between the interviews. And I just, I really appreciate Gianna Cleese and her patience as a guest, but also her role as an educator, to answer all of my questions as a beginner to both of those sides, about that fermentation and aging of dairy, and what it's like to raise animals for milk, meat, and multiple uses. And though those were some direct highlights that meant a lot to me, I also really enjoyed having some returning guests on the show, some voices who have been with me year after year, 
And so this year, you know, Eric Tonesmeyer came back to talk about where his work has taken him since the publication of The Carbon Farming Solution and the ways in which agroforestry can change the impacts of agriculture and the different ways that we can move that conversation and our practices to really begin sinking a lot of carbon. And I know from that conversation, a lot of the feedback was, hey, what about holistic management and the work of Alan Savory and the Savory Institute? I personally still have a lot of questions about that, and I'm not currently convinced that that's a place where necessarily a lot of time or energy should be put when we have these other solutions with a lot of well-documented research, as Eric shared with us. But I'm certainly open to learning about more. And so David Bilbrey, my frequent guest contributor, is going to be having some conversations with people who are practicing holistic management, intensive grazing, and a lot of other things that fall under that umbrella of the work of Alan Savory. So you can look forward to those in 2018. When it comes to the world of social and economic permaculture, those ideas often referred to as our invisible structures. I feel fortunate to have had Adam Brock return to talk about his latest book, Together Resilient, and also David Holmgren to talk about his work on revising permaculture, which is the update and re-release of his now classic text, Permaculture, Principles and Pathways Beyond Sustainability, and how both Adam and David are looking at the ways that we can create resilience within our communities. Now that permaculture has been around for, you know, more than three decades, what can we be doing to bring in our neighbors and create the kind of structures that allow us to have not only permanent agriculture, but also permanent culture? And not only were those enjoyable conversations to look at those ideas, but I'm also looking forward to having a follow-up conversation with David when his latest book, Retro Suburbia, comes out here in the near future. And from those recurring guests, there were some first-timers with unexpected stories that helped really push my thoughts on what it's like to sit here as the host of the Permaculture Podcast, and also as practitioners, what it means to model what it is that we're practicing and to show it and share it with others. The first of those was Annie Racer Rowland, the co-author of The Art of Frugal Hedonism. Annie joined me to talk about what it was like to live on just a portion of the regular Australian income, while also living a life that was vibrant, bold, dynamic, and deeply pleasurable. And for anybody who's interested in reducing your economic inflow so that you can increase your creative outflow and live a beautiful, bountiful life in a different way, I definitely recommend checking out her book because the way that it's written as a series of articles around this idea of frugal hedonism and the way we can live fuller lives with less. The other first-time guest on the show that really moved me was Kai Sawyer as he talked about what it's like to be an American and Japanese while being neither Japanese or an American within the context of the Japanese society as a half and an outsider who lives on the edge between. And it really touched me because I think that for many of us as permaculture practitioners, we ride that edge every day. We're trying to do something that is so different and so radical that it can be hard sometimes to have conversations that relate to the people around us because their lives are still deep within consumerism and the crush of capitalism 
and living lives just kind of on autopilot without thinking or considering the impacts that their choices have not only on themselves and their families, but also the larger world. And Kai's story also is interesting for me because as the host of this podcast, I feel like I kind of sit in an odd place between the mainstream, because of how accessible something like a podcast is, being able to fire up iTunes or a web browser or hop onto your smartphone and listen to these conversations, and yet being told by some folks that being a podcaster and sharing these stories is not permaculture. So where does this role as a storyteller and a documentarian and the host of this show fit? within our community. While on balance, hearing from you about the impact that this show has on living the life that you want to, and hearing something that's more than just gardening because of how many of us live in apartments or cities and don't have access to the green spaces that sometimes come from having particular means that give us access to land or the rural countryside. And though those conversations and the others had an impact on me, and the direction of the show. My favorite episode of the year, however, is 1716, Climate Change and the Path Ahead, in which my friend Juliana Maria Lamana of The Fifth World posed a two-part hard question and called on participants at the Mid-Atlantic Permaculture Convergence to answer, are there people in the permaculture community talking about climate change and the impact of global warming on invasive species? And... Is it our responsibility as permaculture practitioners to create new ecosystems for the changing climate? It turned into quite a discussion among the various guests and participants at the Mid-Atlantic Permaculture Convergence. And if this is your first episode of the Permaculture Podcast, I definitely recommend going back and checking out that discussion as a place to start, because it'll give you a feel for the breadth of what you'll find covered on the Permaculture Podcast. You'll of course find a link to that and everything else in the show notes for this episode. Though those are some of the highlights, my personal favorites and the things that stood out, I'm wondering, what were your favorite episodes of 2017? As you look back and reflect on those ideas, what are some of your favorite episodes of the Permaculture Podcast in general? Which ones do you go back and listen to time and time again? I'd love to hear from you. So you can go ahead and leave a comment in the show notes. And there you'll also find all my contact information if you'd like to get in touch directly. If you've heard the show in the past, you also know that I'll share all that information with you at the end of this show. From there, there's the current state of the podcast. And where I sit currently, I got a lot of material ready to go that I just need to get to and create the time and space to edit. That includes around 22 hours of raw video both from my time at the Possibility Alliance with Ethan Hughes, that I'd like to edit into some shorter pieces and share via the YouTube channel for the podcast. I've got some video from the last time that I visited Susanna Lane down in Kentucky, and want to put that together as kind of like a short film on those hard scrabbled hills, and what she's doing to grow the three sisters, combined with Fukuoka-style natural farming, so you can see what that looks like and the potential applicability to permaculture and permaculture farming, and just some other videos that I've collected here and there to get through. I also already have the first three months worth of interviews for 2018 recorded, which I'll get into here in a couple of minutes as an overview of what you can look forward to. 
But in order to get through all of that and get it to you, so far in 2017, I feel like I've just been kind of poking away at it. And when I look at it, it's been a long, kind of a hard year. There have been some personal family struggles as we looked at some end-of-life care, elder care, and child care. I've transitioned back to being a stay-at-home father, even though I no longer live with my children. So that's been taking a lot of my time. And in trying to figure out how to handle those responsibilities, while also putting in the time to the show, I've recently moved to a second shift kind of a schedule to have some long, dedicated blocks to the show, which gives me the time to work. But one of the other things that I realized that I need in order to be productive and mindful of all of this is a clear headspace. And part of that is making sure that the needs of the show and my own life are met financially. And one of the requirements for living in the gift is to be open about one's needs. And so far, over the years, reaching out to the listeners and sharing what's going on has allowed me to stay in the gift economy and to model this and to show what is possible when we make some changes. And so in the moment, I want to share with you some of the needs of the podcast and just be honest and open about this and a bit vulnerable about what I need, where I'd like to go, and some of the things that I'm working on to provide some more stability. So at this moment, the show runs on an ongoing deficit of around $600 a month from being comfortable to moving to a place where I can take care of the regular expenses of the show, as well as my own needs, including healthcare. But that $600 a month figure doesn't get me to a living wage. To get from where I am now to that living wage point, I'm about $1,700 away. But if we can work together to find a way to cover that $600 gap in the short term, that goes a long way for being able to build towards that living wage and remove some of the pressure so that all the stuff that's kind of sitting and waiting behind the scenes can come out into the world. Um, as I say, by giving me more of a headspace to dig in and not be thinking every day about the next thing that I have to do to make it to the next day and the next day, as I kind of live in this donation to donation kind of world, similar to a paycheck to paycheck existence. So I'm asking for your help to find ways to cover that gap. So if you have any thoughts, please let me know. And in the meantime, I'm working on things like asking at the start of each show for listeners to directly support the podcast by going to paypal.me slash permaculturepodcast, dropping something in the mail, or visiting the permaculturepodcast.com slash support. I also continue to grow Patreon. As a listener, that's probably the best way to get involved, as you can see exactly how much I'm raising through that platform each month. And by donating there, you can get your own rewards in return. You can find out more about that at patreon.com slash permaculturepodcast. I'm also looking at specific fundraisers of various kinds, not only the summer to fall that I do annually, but also working with some other folks who have reached out and said, hey, I want to help you get to where you want to go. The final piece that I'm currently working on is finding more partners to work with. And you've probably heard some of those recently if you've listened to the public release of the show, which include like North Spore Mushroom Company or Carl Treen of the Food Forest Card Game. And as I look for more people to develop those kinds of relationships with, if you know of anyone, please let me know if they would benefit from partnering with the podcast. Get in touch with me, and I can send you some more information about what those kinds of programs like, or send me their contact information, or tell them to contact me. 
so that we can begin those conversations. As I say, I'm open to any suggestions you might have, as this show continues to be a full-time endeavor, and in many cases a more than full-time engagement. And to know, though, that by being a part of this work, by reaching out and helping me that you're changing lives every day for people who are inspired to make a difference in their own lives and those of the members of their community. And in doing so, they're changing earth and making a more bountiful future available for all of us. Let's keep that cycle of goodwill and inspiration going. And looking forward into 2018, as I say, the first nine episodes of the year are already recorded and will take us through the end of March. And to give you a rundown of what those are going to be, the first episode of the year will be Biomimicry and Land Care, The Reintegration Project with Wilson Alvarez. We'll have Honoring the Dead and Holding the Dying, Natural Burial with Michael Judd, Animal Husbandry and Cooperatives, Central Grazing Company with Jacqueline Smith, guest hosted by David Bilbrey, Connecting to the Other Than Human, The Nature School with Emma Huvos, Creating the Laws We Need, Aquaculture and Water Harvesting with Avery Ellis, Should I Start a Farm, The Woman Hobby Farmer with Karen Lanier, Bioregional Food, Eat Mesquite and More with Brad Lancaster and Jill Laranzini, Holistic Management, The Tallgrass Network with Julie Mettenberg, guest hosted by David Bilbrey. And the last episode currently in the queue will be episode 1809, How to Push Back, A Precautionary Tale with Philip Ackerman Leist. With those episodes in the queue, and with all the video and material that I have on the docket, there are some other projects coming up from me and the podcast for 2018. As a result of that, if you've been following my work on Patreon or elsewhere, it does mean that some of the things that I thought that I was going to be doing, such as going to law school, are currently on hold so that I can focus on this other work. Part of that is that 2018 is the year of the Possibility Handbook. I know this is something that many of you have supported and have been looking for some updates on, and I apologize for not getting one to you sooner. Where things are currently at is that I'm editing the most recent draft so that I can get that prepared and an initial manuscript into the hands of readers. At the moment, I'm about halfway through the draft itself, but I still have all of the addendums and potential appendices, the things that you may find at the end of the book or included as sidebars or additional information to also work my way through. There's about 100 to 120 pages remaining there that I'm expecting to have together in the next few weeks, and then the next draft into the hands of my readers so that I can get their notes and prepare a final draft for a complete revision here in the next couple of months. Crossing my fingers, but also trusting the process to get that draft into the hands of readers by the end of March and have all of their notes back and a final revision ready to send to Ethan and Sarah for their approval and for a final read-through by my readers by the middle of the year and then off to an editor for final production so that this book can be brought into the world by the end of 2018. Another project that's been in my heart and on my mind for a number of years that I want to launch once the Possibility Handbook is out there and being read by others and, and being prepared for revision is a citizen storyteller and journalism program to become part of a broader permaculture and environmental news team. If you've heard interviews by guest host David Bilbrey, then it's kind of what I'd like to do. I want to teach other people how to 
prepare for and find guests for a permaculture podcast style of conversation, something that is intimate and candid that you're not going to hear anywhere else. And through that process, you know, teach those soft skills of how to ask questions, how to draw things out from the person who you're speaking with, but also to touch on the hardware and equipment and software that someone would need and how to edit a conversation, the kinds of things that I look for or try to improve upon to get something from rough and raw audio into something presentable to send out over the air. In return for teaching people how to do that, I ask that they go out and record some interviews or live events and then share them with me so that their voice and those of their guests can be added to the story of permaculture. What I'm looking for to start this is four people to be kind of the first class for this program. If you're interested, contact me and tell me a bit about yourself. What's your background? Why are you interested in this project? Why would you like to get involved and learn these skills? So if you hear this and you think that you might be one of those people, send me your information. Get in touch and we can start a conversation and see whether or not I would be a good fit for you and you would be a good fit for me. On the other side of this, if you're interested in supporting this project or you have a background in fundraising and would be willing to work with me on getting everything in place to make this program a success, I'd love to hear from you. As I said earlier, my contact information is in the show notes so that you can call, email, or write. And as I draw this to a close, having highlighted the past and considered the year to come, I'd like to ask you to help me to continue to push the edges of permaculture through this podcast. And so come my questions to close this episode and the year. What would you like from me in 2018? What can I do to help answer your questions about permaculture, include more varied, interesting voices on the show, and continue to improve what I'm doing? I'd love to hear from you. Call 717-827-6266, email show at thepermaculturepodcast.com, or write The Permaculture Podcast, P.O. Box 16, Dauphin, Pennsylvania, 17018. Thank you for such a wonderful year, creating podcasts and continuing to live in the gift economy. I'll join you again in a few days in 2018 with that conversation with Wilson Alvarez about biomimicry and land care through his latest work, The Reintegration Project. Until then, spend each day creating the world that you want to live in by taking care of Earth, yourself, and each other.